Abra fucking Dabra. And like that, poof, it's back. It's the Moron Voice Audio Show. Just add water and then we're mobile. Sprinkle water on us and then we become a mobile show. Back on the road and I'm having a lot of fun doing these mobile shows. I'm learning a lot about carrying expensive gear all the fuck around and packing it very carefully. It's so much fun. Today, I uh, obviously, every mobile show, there's a guest. I don't even think I really need to say anything about that. Every time I have a mobile show, there's going to be a guest. Today's guest, longtime friend and original supporter of the Moron Voice Audio Show, too. Longtime friend, not only just a rocker or a skater, maybe the first skate punk, if he claims that, on the Moron Voice Audio Show, is uh, my friend, Sammy Sock. Hello. Hello, everybody. That's Sam. Look at you. You're like a, a real fucking Joe Rogan nowadays. Oh, my gosh. I um, once said something about Joe Rogan's wife on here. I don't yeah. know if you remember that. Yeah, and, uh, I noticed I'm not that. repeating it. Well, she left you a little re- review on, on Apple Music, I believe. Yeah. The thing is, man, I'm trying not to touch that shit. I decided... And just leave it as as it can be in like two separate podcasts. Yeah, you're, you're doing your own thing. Like Joe Rogan's doing his thing. Ian's doing his thing. I've always thought of myself more as like a Maury or maybe even an Ellen, like I was saying earlier. Yeah, you like to stir up conflict a little bit. A well, Ellen, I guess she, she's not really as comfort, but Maury, like, you know. The show. They got to the not bottom the people, of, the show. They got to the bottom of things. Not the people, the show, right? Yeah, the show. But thank you for um, having me over and thank you for coming on the Moron Voice Audio Show. It's my pleasure, I think you're maybe my fifth guest now. That's a pretty good number. And you saw me set up all the audio equipment on my own. I helped a little bit. You, like, carried the stuff over. I did. Well, I mean, I plugged in the uh, extension cord into my wall. You did less than what you used to do I, I, when we played in a band, bands together. Yes. You actually... Or maybe about the same. You carried, like, your stuff. Well, you did you bring ca- my stuff Well, but you, but you carried your stuff. Yeah. So... For those of you who don't I really I carried my underst- stuff, you carried your stuff. Yeah. You carried your stuff and I carried my stuff. Yeah. Different and stuff. Like, we didn't... I wasn't going to touch a fucking 810 bass cabinet. They called you Sammy Sock because you were in my band, well, my, think- my old band, uh, Pink Sock, my old band that you were in. It was my... I mean, like, it was basically my band. I started it but, as well. I'm pretty I was sh- told by the lead singer. Yeah, well, I mean, that... So we can get into that. I mean, I've, I heard that interview. In fact, I re-listened to it on my way here today, too. Do you have a spin on, like, I'm not, you don't have to give me your spin on the whole story of soccer. What about, what, what's your takeaway from that? Well, look, I mean, yeah, I mean, you guys have already talked about some of the stories and stuff. Um, basically, you know, I just, I have a problem with this whole fucking nice guy act Pat's putting on on your show. Like, he comes on, he's, he's talking like, oh... None of it was my idea. I never wanted to do any of it. Like, I don't know what that's about because this motherfucker would go on stage every show and talk about how everything was his idea, how he wrote all the songs. He, and then he claims, maybe I'm going a little fast here, but he also claims that Pat Sabbath was just a character that he was playing, but those characters took all of us over for a while. Uh, I didn't have a character. You became Ian. Yeah, I just became like a more dirty version of myself. Yeah, dirty version. And farts, though. I started farting a little bit more back then, too. Yeah. I mean, we would always be like 
kind of nasty towards each other. And it's just like the thing is, and I'm not trying to give advice here, but you spend fucking three years pretending to hate everybody else in your band. Eventually it comes true and you actually start hating each other and talking shit, you know, like I remember a lot of times me and you fucking actually unplugging our instruments and being like, we're done. Yeah. But then we would obviously just go back to playing because we were all friends, but we would get like carried away sometimes, especially, you know, Pat and me and you would especially get carried away and Jack would get carried away in his own way, but he was mostly just like instigating things, you know? (laughs) That's hilarious. He was mostly instigating fights, sitting behind his drums, fucking laughing his ass off at like whatever. He was having fun. I think he had a lot of fun in that band. Mm. What do you remember from me starting the band? Well, actually, I mean, like, I remember, like, if we're being real, we, uh, I think we came up with the name, like, a while before we actually started the band. Like, I remember talking about it in, uh, our friend, uh, I don't know if I should use, like, real names on here, but I guess nobody knows what fucking... Call any, call any name, nobody yes. would know. Come yeah, fucking, so we'd be in his garage, um... And Don't like, use his name. That's the one person, actually. But <laughs> you, you, you can just say. So, pretty much, we used to be sitting around talking about, like, ideas for bands, maybe, like, funny we'll names. Call him, call him Big G. Big G? Yeah, because that was technically his name, like, his going street name. That's what people called him, Big G. We would hang out in his garage a lot. And uh, we came up with the name Pink Sock, like, well before we started that band. And... It was something we were always talking about, and then we were in Truth of My Youth for a while, and that started falling apart. And then we realized that it was time. Like we were like, we want to play some like actual punk rock, like for once in our lives, you know. We thought of the name Pink Sock from the original band name. Uh, say it with me if you remember, Pink Sock and the the pinkies, the pinkies. Pink Sock and the, the pinkies. pinkies, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, actually. we were gonna be Pinkies. But... Yeah, because we wanted to be the Pinkies. It just turned into something And the singer would be Pink Sock. Yeah. So we started Pink Sock, and then we kind of made an attitude about the band. And it was like, I don't even know. We wanted to to be the Ramones. Like, we were basically trying to be like Ramones Raw, uh, Ramones, like... Okay. uh, I remember when we were trying to be Ramones, and I would wear... Do you remember we were, like, going out... Do you remember I went to somebody's house with you for a party and i broke that tv with the leather jacket like that was the that was like the precursor to um pink sock i do just want to say for the people at home he did not break the tv on purpose it was an accident it was all in good, it. it was all in good fun i did it wasn't break on it. purpose yeah no i didn't it was <laughs> somebody pulled the tv down when i was on their back so it wasn't my fault <laughs> but we were kind of just, we weren't even as reckless as the Ramones. We were kind of fucking pussies. We, yeah, we were pussies. We were little pussies. We were just like acting like cool because like we wanted to be in a punk rock band. So we made up this attitude about ourselves and it was completely fake. We also were taking a lot of inspiration from like, um, more just like acting in the band a little bit, a little bit more. We were not being our, our true colors. Yeah, I mean, you guys talked about in Pat's episode about how one of the original premises was to make a rock opera, and I don't remember that. You really don't, because like I say that in I that mean, episode. I, I don't know if you said that or not. I mean, I guess I just listened to it. I should remember, but I don't remember. So I don't know what you want from me. So 
we didn't make the rock opera, but we no. did come up with like a bunch of songs. We recorded like thirty songs or something, or was it twenty songs? <laughs> yeah, on the cell phone. On that was our first phone. album. That's the album yeah. I actually still would like. I don't know if I would like it, but I don't like it. It's not um, great. I guess what you what are you trying to say about Pink Sock? I mean, I don't know if I had like a message about Pink Sock, but I just wanted <laughs> to say that fucking Pat Sabbath was on here acting like a nice guy when. My dream is throughout to those get years, you both on. I mean, um, that would be great. I could get a, a third mic hookup and just um. It would be fun. I love that. That'd be fun. He loves you too, and it's all, all all in good fun that band. But we did have fun in that band too. But this is the Moron Voice Audio Show. Do you uh, do you store this mic like with your bong? Because it kind of. I store it next to paraphernalia. Kind of smells. What's it smell like? Like resin. Mine doesn't smell like resin. Well, this one must have been like closer to the bong because... Maybe it's because you have it on your lips. You're saying it's me? I'm saying I, mine doesn't smell like resin. Do you want to smell my lips? No. Okay. Moving right along. We're here and we're rocking and rolling. I guess you're probably my oldest friend who I've had on the show, which is nice because... I just want to reflect on maybe my past, some maybe past decisions and have you maybe tell me if it was like a good call. That sounds like fun. And I think maybe some of them, maybe you were involved in. (laughs) So maybe I'm just trying to... I ain't claiming nothing. Maybe I'm just trying to like dig up some shit. All right. What do you got? But I mean, I really, I'm, I'm spitballing. So, um, one thing that I did want to see if you remembered is, um, when we spot, so we were like trying to find something. We were trying to like smoke some cigarettes. You feel me? And we were like skating around. You skate around your local town and you'll see some things, especially when you got an eye for coffee cans with butts in them. And it's like we saw like a coffee can place well, so behind we used, a local because market. Because we were, we were young. Like we Children. would sometimes. Like we, yeah, we were very young. We were like, this was maybe when we were like 16 and like. We really just wanted to like smoke whatever we could get our fucking hands on. So like we would like if we were to like see like a half a cigarette, say that was still like smoking a little bit, like in an ashtray, we'd be like, oh, dude, you know, that's, yeah, we, that's a like, score like a lot right of people, there. That's like, definitely a score. So yeah. seeing a whole like coffee can of like behind a workplace where people are throwing butts. That's like, I don't know like, why we thought this was a good idea. This is like the most disgusting thing. Yeah, like, this I don't, is so gross. I hope it wasn't my idea. I'm wondering, I was going to say maybe it was your idea, but I don't know whose idea it was. It might have been but my it's idea. Like, so we like pretty much like decided we're going to take this, and we went in the evening because we, we wanted to be like low-key about it. So we went there, and we got the fucking butts, I guess. We it, was, it, was like, it was like a coffee can, but it, it was like where like workers from this store would like take their smoke breaks, and so they would always put their uh, cigarette butts like in the can. So you know, it was like their only a day old. Some of them are day old, but you know, a can that size day probably lasts you a old. week. You know, like I don't know, like, there's probably like four or five people smoking. We realized pretty quick how fucking disgusting what we did. Yeah, was. because we grabbed them, ran to the woods, and the second, <laughs> like I'm sure most fucking people have a, I don't know, if most people have a story like this, but we were we got sick. I remember my buddy vomited. My buddy jammed a bunch into his fucking pocket. He chugged the Gatorade <sighs> and then threw up the Gatorade right after. It was awful. That is fucking gross. Yeah. So, do you think that was a good decision? No. Okay. Bad decision. I agree with you. Good. Next decision. 
Um, if you recall this rock and roll situation, Sammy Sock, guitar, ex-guitarist of Pink Sock, um, do you remember this show, famous house show we played, where we went crazy and I hurt my ankle because you gave I me a push? An- I hurt your ankle. Do you think that I should have, A, packed up instantly, so more so than I did, or do you think I should have played? Or good decision of chilling. I think you handled it well for I what happened. To. I mean, I didn't notice what happened. I I think I because like I I used to shove you at shows quite a bit. We but, always did. You know, like it was just like a that was our best show too. I think I saw that maybe you went down, but I didn't realize you were like actually because you used to also pretend to fall like a lot. You used to have a move where you would like look like you were like slipping your feet oh, out and yeah. you would fall like just for your body. Would be right like parallel to the floor, and you would like come down pretty <laughs> hard. Like I mean, move. I don't know how you did it without getting hurt, but I did get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I did get hurt, dude. Um, that show was crazy. That was I had funny. a I had a bag of uh, pre rolled cigarettes dumped onto them. my face. Um, I was smoking. You were everybody was smoking. There's people in the crowd saying, "Give me a lighter, give me a lighter." Oh yeah, you know, like. The thing is, there's more cigs out there than there were lighters. Do you remember you guys drank a box of wine out front of that show? Yep. It was like there was just a box of wine on the porch, and it was like, well, I guess we'll drink this box of wine. It's just here. We didn't know whose it was. Nobody claimed it. Nobody said anything. There was just a box of wine. No, but um, I I feel like the pain I felt when I hurt my ankle there was um, I, I couldn't. I don't I know if we drank that the, more than the box of wine. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. I I don't remember if we drank the box of wine before the set or after, but I mean, probably before because we used to just like leave after we would play a lot of the times. So I would say good decision. Okay. I think it was a good decision for me to push you, and I think yeah, it was a good whole, decision I, I for agree you. With you. I think yeah, the whole even thing though you're still good. hurt to this day. Yeah, even though I'm like fucked. I still but, think it was a good idea. Yeah, and it was really good show. It was a good show. And I went back the next day and good. had to like, I forgot something there and I had to like see mm. that man's father <laughs> and I was botched and hung over. Also, okay, this maybe will be the last one in this because it's the last fucking general idea I got is like, um, do you think that it was a good idea to smoke a whole eighth and then bomb hills when I was learning how to skateboard? Yes. Good decision. I think it was a good decision for me. But there was one time where, um, this is actually kind of, I, I don't remember when this was. I, I don't remember if this was like when we were like really skating around like Old Orchard a lot or what, but I remember we were at your house. I mean, it was definitely when we were like drinking more. So actually we were probably 18 or so, 18 or 19. I think we had like a couple, we used to be all about Dollar Buds, Dollar Budweiser's and we went and we huh. fucking drank a couple of those at your place, probably power smoked something. And then we were skating down your street um like out of fucking your road and i'm ahead of you and i turn around and like you're on the ground and like 10 like your neighbors were all having like a porch party and i see like 10 people like rushing into the street you're on the (laughs) ground and you're like surrounded by like 10 people being like oh my god are you okay and i like come back up and you're kind of like fucking dazed and I'm like, what happened? And they're like, oh, he hit his head really hard. And I could tell you were like so confused. And like all these people around you were just like causing so much anxiety and like energy. And I'm like, I need to get him away from these people, first of all. And so we like 
I was like, we got to get out of here. And they were like, no, no, no. And fucking, I just took you down the street a little bit. And then you were like, I don't feel very yeah, good. Yeah, I remember you like, you get us. Like, no. I also so we went back to like, your house. when I was up, they, all I really remember is like, I got up. I was confused as fuck. And my, I, I, say, I look at my neighbor. I say, where's my friend? And he's like, your friend's gone. And I was like, <laughs> I was my, right there. I was like, my friend's gone. You know, yeah, and then I look and you're there, and I was like, thank God Sam's here. I was like, he just kept skating because he thought I fell a little bit. Yeah, I kind of do remember that. Yeah, I mean, it makes I sense if you don't remember it. You hit your head pretty hard. That was like one of the worst injuries I ever had skateboarding. Oh, yeah. Um, that's why it's not cool to fucking be an idiot and skate. Like, I tend um, to hit my head around that area, around Biddeford and stuff like that. I've, it's really like where I mainly hit my head. Like my worst, my most head hitting has happened at the Biddeford skate parks the DIYs for sure Dude, I remember when you hit your head on like that one day when it was a little little bit wet out and oh we were God. there with a good friend of ours and you just slightly slipped out and your head was bleeding and I was like bumming the fuck out you yeah, know I was bleeding Luckily, a lot you've always I feel like you get more of a scrape at the rotary Ooh, park yeah no it's never been like a blunt head hit that's kind of what I took, huh? But I freak, yeah, you smashed your fucking head. But I sliced mine open, and it bled like a motherfucker. And it shows that I did. Oh yeah, you can tell. Like I can see it right like, now. Ever since yeah. then, I was like, "Where's my friend? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my friend? <laughs> your friend's gone. Oh man, I'm fucking literally right there. <laughs> that really freaked me out. I remember, man. Yeah. I was like bumming. I was like, "Great, <laughs> your friend's gone." Should we uh, should we do a music pick? You want to do my music picks right now? Kind of want to do my music pick. It's my music, music picks. picks. Today on my music picks, I of course have uh, the guest of the Morning Voice Audio Show today, Sammy Salk. Hey guys, it's me. Um, my music pick has got to be I'm so I'm me and you are big fans of Johnny Thunders. Yes. Um. But I recently, you know, Apple Music hasn't always had a lot of Johnny Thunders. For a long time, they just had So Alone and LAMF. Um, both great albums. But I recently found this uh, album with Johnny Thunders and a woman named Patty Paladin. And the album is called Copycats. And it's weird. It's a weird album. Um he, I mean, it's kind of somewhat classic-sounding Johnny Thunder stuff, but I don't. This direction that he's taking it in, like he's got this song about how she likes to mambo, um, and it's just a weird style of music. It's it's not crawfish. S- crawfish is a great song. I'm just looking Cra- at the tracks yeah. right now. Well, crawfish is a super fucked up song, mostly because of the intro, um, which is actually kind of like what i wanted to really talk about because it's such a weird song it almost sounds like it's a loosely like i don't know it makes me think of like wesley willis a little bit not so much the intro but the song itself why does it make you think of wesley willis because they sing craw like crawfish like crawfish <laughs> like it's like a it's kind of wesley willis jam yeah it's kind of like a wesley willis jam but oh man it's like johnny's just like it starts off and he's just like mm, patty i'm feeling kind of hungry <laughs> And she's like, oh, what are you in the mood for, Johnny? And he's like, mm, I'm in the mood for some crawfish. <laughs> what does that even mean? He wants some, and Patty's like, crawfish? What's that? And he's like, mm, it's kind of like this. <laughs> and then that's how they go into the song. 
But it's real weird because he's real whiny. What is that album? Is it covers? Um, I don't know. I think I think it's I originals. I don't think it's. I don't either. Is it because of all the Johnny Thunders wannabes there was? Maybe that's the angle he was I going for. I never listened to that till recently either. And I just I was just listened to that on the web. I like he cried. That's like my pick. That song's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so like the the other weird thing about this album is Johnny like puts on this other voice. Like if you've if you've heard Johnny sing out there, like you know you can probably picture what he sounds like. But he puts on this like I don't know if the producer just told him to like be a little more like dirty or more throaty in his style of singing. Like it's almost like a like a Louis Armstrong kind of fucking like throaty kind of voice thing he's doing i don't know where that comes from i i he's kind of doing it on the first album but you really start to hear it on she likes to mambo is when he really starts doing that voice you know and so you think the producer was saying like johnny like give us a little more mm, i don't wanna yeah and he had to kind of cheese him into it mm, come on johnny mm, give I it a little know. give it a little more thunder mm. come on mm. Probably took quite a while to record with that kind of attitude of his. Yeah, I wish I could do the voice. Insane album. I wonder why that shit was never on um, like streaming services till recently. Same with the germs. I don't understand why there's only these like weird one-off. Well, that's a whole fucked up situation. I don't know what's up with the germs. It's never been either Spotify or Apple Music. It's all like they don't have like they don't have like any actual germs recordings. It's like all live germs. Some of it's dope, but it's like that's not no, what you I, want. Yeah, I mean, like, I think we were talking about this before, and you you said you know live germs, no visuals. It's not really the same unless yeah. you're seeing them go crazy. You know, like right. and that was kind of like a musical inspiration to us for a little bit in life was the germs. Big and I time. forget about how much inspiration. Um, I listened to that. Yeah, I have the CD in my car still. Yeah, the MIA complete anthology. I think is called it's one of the only CDs yeah. I still use. Keep that right next to Eric Clapton Unplugged. Does that have uh Oh, love. It's in the way that you use I it. I fucking wish it had in the way that you use it acoustic. He's only played that that one live video with that killer keyboardist. That's the only live video that's that the only time. That might be the, one of the only times he ever played it. Wow. Isn't Do that you incredible? like that song? I love that song. I love that song. You know why I like that song? You know why I like that live version of that song, dude? I like that keyboardist. You know, I can't even picture him. I th- I feel he's like I have singing, seen that video. He's but. singing the fucking song for Eric. He's saving it because he knows that live that song sucks live, man. <laughs> it's a great song too. It's one. It got me into Eric Clapton. One of the one of the songs that made you know me really I start do remember it because I I'm pretty sure I showed you that song and then I remembered that I love that song yeah. and then I was like oh I actually <laughs> like a bunch of his hits and yeah. then I just like started listening to a bunch of his songs. And I, that's still one of my favorite Eric Clapton albums, which is like, people were going to say like, it's a bad album. People don't really like that late 80s Eric Clapton. My yeah, favorite no, Eric Clapton. Yeah. Do you know a song called Bad Love? I don't. I don't know Clapton very well. I'm not, you know I'm not a big Collins Clapton is? fan. I know who Phil Collins is. Phil Collins produced Bad Love, bro. I like Susudio. Yeah. Maybe check out um, Bad Love sometime. But so yeah, Germs, Clapton. Johnny Thunders. Johnny Thunders. Copycats. All of them play acoustic guitars. They do. Johnny's got actually some sweet little fucking jams. Like, he fucking... I love Johnny Thunders, man. Plays a lot of acoustic songs, yeah, dude. Does. I love Johnny Thunders. It's crazy how those two albums are all that I ever really listened to for the longest time. Yeah. And those are great. 
But I'm happy to have some new Giant Thunders in my life. Thank you, streaming services. Thank you. Off of, um, I think it's off maybe um, So Alone or something, or the live CD, but I like um, Can You Mash Potato? Do You Love Me? Oh, that's on LAMF. Yeah, that's I like believe, one yeah. of my favorite Johnny Thunder songs that, ever. That is that's a good like tune. the best fucking rock and roll song I've ever heard, dude. I, I love on that album. My favorite part of that album is on um, Chinese Rocks. Um, and at the end of the Johnny Thunders version, Dee Dee Ramone comes in. And you can hear him as like background vocals. For some reason, they really make him come through on the last couple, I'm living on a Chinese rock. And it's just like, he sounds like, I'm living on a Chinese rock. Do you think that um, Chinese rock... Johnny Thunders is better than Ramones? Ah, uh, maybe. Sometimes I like the Ramones version. Yeah, I don't know. They're both fucking good. Yeah, it's like different songs. They're both really good songs. I don't know. Yeah. And it's like that. We're back. It's a Moron Voice Audio show. The mobile Moron Voice Audio show. I love having guests come on and do my music picks. And that's why it's great that Sammy Sock picked Johnny Thunders, one of my all-time favorite guitar heroes. One of the great Johns of guitar playing. Have I ever kind of told you my theory on the great Johns of guitar playing? What is your theory? Off the top of my head, it's always harder to spit, but John is a really good name for a lot of guitar players who want to have a ripping style. or I guess it's a good guitar player name, okay? It's um, like Johnny Thunders, Johnny Marr, Johnny Ramone... John Mayer. Okay, I'm maxing out, but if you look at all, like, once you start thinking about it, there's a lot of Johns who play guitar. A lot of Ralphs, too. Name one Ralph. Go fuck yourself. So, I guess, like, also, like, Sam loves guitars. I love guitars. And I just wanted to kind of show you this. This is my dream instrument that's posted for sale. Is it a BC Rich? Unfortunately, no, but it's in the similar vein. This is a... Um, if you know anything about ESP guitars, like the legit ESP, I don't guitars. know a lot about ESP, but I'm familiar with the brand. Like a lot I know of big who, brands, they have import is. lines that are really good budget models, but they also have very fine Japanese crafted instruments. This is a um, OJ Simpson ESP mugshot guitar. Wait, what? Seventy five hundred bucks. Okay, well, that price tag is. Oh, God. I mean, it's kind of like a, I don't know, like a kind of a Strat style, I guess you could call that. Super Strat, I call them. Yeah. Um, got a single humbucker in the bridge position. And uh, what's weird about this is it's not really even like a Photoshop picture of OJ. It's like a square <laughs> picture of him. It's a mugshot. Yeah, but, like, they didn't even, like, they left the background in. He's not holding any numbers. I don't know what kind of, like, is that, like, a denim shirt he's wearing? Whatever he got caught in. <laughs> That's his mugshot, bro. It's an all-black guitar, black hardware. What's the right Probably a Rosewood on? fretboard. Uh, never know when another will pop up. I was told this would be worth six figures when OJ dies. But I'm a, I am a, but I'm a not about to go kill him myself. But someone else could. Wow. This is from Maine? Yeah, I saw that a few weeks ago. Oh my god, dude. What kind of music would you play on that? Obviously some kind of metal. That's what ESP is associated with. I was actually thinking maybe some like some serious heavy stuff on that beast. <laughs> like some fucking like 
cannibal corpse style thing. <laughs> I don't guitar. know. It would be weird as fuck, man. I Do you like that guitar? Or no? no. No. You don't? I don't. But I, I mean, like, kind of. But, like, I could never own a guitar like that. So it being my dream guitar, you, you don't back? Like, all I think about is like, this guitar. <laughs> this mic smells like resin. It. I'm saving up. So, yeah, that's kind of... The hottest thing on Craigslist right now has been that. People have been saying, like... They that's want, the hottest thing on Craigslist? It was for that I've been... I screenshot shit to remember, and that's the thing that yeah. stuck around. But like, That's the, fucked up. Some I hear... I hear everybody out saying they want more Craigslist stories, and I do have Craigslist stories, but like they're not all like. I'm not just gonna be like well, I not- went to this park and ride and like met a really nice guy who said three words to me, you know? Yeah, no, I mean like not every Craigslist experience can be like. I don't personally use a lot of Craigslist, but I feel like people who like you know people used to buy like you know sex workers and stuff through Craigslist. Those are the people who probably have the best Craigslist Craigslist stories. Yeah, I'd love to get somebody like that on here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I so mean, this isn't really a Craigslist story, but I've got like a little internet story. You know, like I like to browse Reddit. I like to look at pictures of guitars and shit. I like to watch like people do like stationary kickflips in their garage or like on a lawn or something. There's a lot of videos sure. like that, like cute animals. But like I've been getting these ads and I, I'm assuming they're targeted, but like I don't know what I would be doing online to be getting these ads. But it's these ads that are essentially just the headline is like, you know, like, it's okay. You don't have to be embarrassed of your curved penis. Like, just, like, it could be a disease. You could be sick. Yeah, it could just be a disease. Like, if your penis has a curve and a bump, then that might just be an illness. Like, you can get it fixed or whatever. You know, it might just be a simple fix. Have you reached um, out? No, because, see, I, I'll i go on record and say I do not have a curved penis. Okay. But something about my browsing on Reddit makes them think i have a curved penis and it's not even like they were like do you have a curved penis or if you have a curved penis this can help it it was almost like accusing me like i felt bullied there's like this picture of like this fucking i don't know the guy probably a dude in like his 50s but he's like really in shape you know like chiseled features he's got his arm around his (laughs) wife and like she's like you know she's like fit and stuff and they're both big smiles on their face and in big bold yellow letters it says my curve does not define me so it's, it was almost like a curved penis empowerment thing yeah. that they were sending me. And I don't know what my browsing of animal videos or skateboarding or woodworking stuff could lead the internet to think that I have a curved penis. So, but there was no pictures of curved penises. There was no pictures. And I haven't even, I've never Google searched curved penis. I've never really thought of searching that either. I would never. So what you're saying is this curve is not deserved. So fucking stupid. <laughs> like that curve. No, you got it. No, no, no. It you gotta be like it's okay. Like if you have a curve with a bump, it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. There's places to reach out to. I felt bullied. I felt like I was on the bus in high school and someone would be like, Hey man, we know you got a curved penis. It's okay. Dude, I get shit like that. Not curved penis. I don't I don't get curved penis, you do. I do. But I get shit like that, man, and it's like My curve does not define me. Yeah, and like make your penis whatever, like grow fucking pedestals or something. You ever get that one? I do just want to say my penis is not curved. Yeah, you said that. And nobody was questioning. Now people are questioning out there, and I am too. Moving along. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But your penis isn't curved. My penis isn't curved. 
I get like um, messages sometimes saying like make your penis grow. That's a famous one everybody gets. You know, and do I'll you just, feel like they're accusing you of being small? Ah, uh, kind of. And I want to say like I was never that tall. I was never a tall person. I'm not saying I'm 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 not saying I'm I need these pills. I never reached out to them. Sometimes it's not pills, like steroid supplements or something, maybe. I remember seeing like ads back in the day in like physical porno mags when I was a little kid. Like I remember like there was this like shack in the woods behind <laughs> my place that just for some reason had like a bunch of fucking dirty old porno mags in it. And we would like obviously go grab them when we were kids, you know? And like we would, I would see ads and like all of them for like, you know what a penis pump is? Yeah. And it has like a big, like Schwarzenegger looking muscle. It looks like like, pumping himself. Yeah. He's always ripped. Glistening, ripped (laughs) dick in a fucking pump. And that shit's been pumped up. It looks like one of those fucking like water guns. Like from the the pool, you know? It seems like it would hurt. I'm just not. You've never tried one. I wouldn't try a penis. Well, I'm not going to go and say this guy, I don't want it presented, but with, um, G.I. Joe fucking pumping up his dick in a shack in the woods. It kind of left an imprint on me. It's weird that like... Well, it kind of seems like it's not for guys like us. Like you kind of have to be like a... Little bitch. Like a fucking hunk if you want to like be pumping your penis. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, like that guy. Yeah, you gotta be ripped. I think you need to have like a giant fucking dick already. So when you pump it, it's just like, oh yeah. (laughs) You think it feels good to pump it? I don't know. I don't think it does. I've never fucked with a penis pump. Well, maybe you should. Why does everybody, like, back in the day, like, why did everybody, like, go to a shack in the woods to look at fucking porno mags? It was all, it was the only fucking place you could get, man. Like, it was it's under like the a corner, It's like the corner store. Yeah. There I was have... a video rental place in Old Orchard Beach, actually, that had a porno section that I never went into because Shit, I was, I this was when I was a young kid, you know? I was like, oh, I can't go into the porno section, like. Did you ever, like, try to look in a little bit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you, did anybody ever, like, give you a stink eye, like, that little shit's trying to fucking sneak, sneak a peek? Um, maybe. Maybe the owner saw you, and he's like, "Maybe the owner saw." Let him sneak a peek. Let him. Yeah, but if he tries to go in, I'm kicking him out. That video store was the fucking shit. Be standing there with a fucking fistful of N64 games, like my eye would be moving to the right where that fucking it was like that double door, and I'm (laughs) like, just like like your one eye, and like you know, fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry, these three buddies are leaving together, so the doors open up, and I just like catch a set of fucking you know beach babes or something. I don't know what the fuck it was. I can't imagine renting porno from a place but dude that's what you had to do back in the day no you didn't you could have just not rented the porn well where well did you buy it there would wasn't you, really like rent porn you right couldn't now? really buy it online i would not rent porn yeah that's what i'm saying unless it was cheap enough it's old school if it was cheap i'd rather buy it and it was a good porno yeah i'll sell you <laughs> 10 pornos for like a nickel and pornos for a DVDs. I got them in like my closet. Oh, wow. They're actual physical, too? Assorted, yeah. You know, I don't watch porn on my computer. And never have. Me neither. This computer is only for the Moron Voice Audio Show. <laughs> Interesting, huh? Hmm. So, I guess, how do we get to porn? Um, Something about... Oh, uh, oh, because I do not have a curved penis with a yeah. bump. Interesting. And neither do you. Yeah. But we both have received those ads is, is kind of what... You have like, received those ads. Yeah. Not curved penis. I was saying oh. like I've had like, you know, make your penis bigger. Curved penis, penis pump, porno mags. Yeah. Um, renting porn. Sell you porn. So I'm just glad that... I'm just glad that they fucking are so generous to share this information with us, I guess. Who? The company's trying to help us out. 
the advertisers. Yeah, who trying to sell you the curb penis and trying to get get some penis pills? My way. Yeah, I mean, maybe I should have clicked on it. I don't know if they were trying to sell me a pill. I don't know what it was. It seems like you can't really just take a pill and. No, have... it's a flat iron. Oh, you need heat and heat. It's, it's like a flat iron situation. Maybe they're trying to sell me a pump. They could try to sell you a pump. I think a pump could probably straighten you out. You are getting. You're not quite hunk hunky enough. That's but right. I need to do some sit ups. Interesting. And you also saw the Chuck Berry, which is an interesting thing. Think about oh, I that. forgot you brought Either. that up. That was an old porno mag in your place. Like we looked at that several about. times. Arm around. Was it one one woman? Two. Two women? Two women. Dick he out. out. Yep. He was hung. Yep. We're both. I'm a Chuck Berry fan. I don't like listening to fucking Chuck Berry ever, but I have many times. I respect Chuck. So Chuck Berry was a big influence on my guitar playing. Chuck Berry's the original rock and roller. Oh, yeah. You know? And um, also influenced the germs. Of course. Round and round, right? Yes, that's right. They did cover Chuck Berry. Yep. That's a good cover. That's a sick cover, actually. It's like better than the Chuck Berry version. You're round and round. I'm round and about 10 o'clock. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Boom. That's right. Boom kazoom. Zoom. Abracadabra. It's the end. Another successful mobile moron voice audio show. I really do like coming to people's houses and doing the mobile show. Or not even real houses. You know what's a dream of mine, Sam? Um, what's to that? do a podcast in a moving vehicle. You could do that. Maybe someday we could do that. Or on horseback. On horseback, we could. Look, I mean, I'm just going to leave the people with these words if you're done talking here. But just look, if you can't be a horse, be a bird. And if you can't be a bird, just be your goddamn self. If you can't be a bird, you're better off riding horseback. If you can't be on a horse, then you're better off being a bird.